We need to get onto a fucking Bitcoin standard and quit. We need to get back to good old fashioned family value. We are back, yes, once again. And don't be alarmed, we are still not cancelled. But equally, we are still not sponsored. This is the bullish Bitcoin banter and bullshit brought to you by Mr. Rollin, a.k.a. The Trillion Dollar Man, Dr. Evil 10%, a.k.a. The People's Champ, myself, Sir Neverlook, a.k.a. The Excellence of Execution. And surprise, surprise, she's here, but she's never here. Mrs. No Show, still... Mrs. No-Show. What's going on? Well, for those listeners who um, don't know who Mrs. No-Show is, we actually saw Mrs. No-Show last week. We did, we went, we went out for a steak. We all had steak, but Mrs. No-Show had grilled cauliflower because she's a vegan. <laughs> and she tried to make us address her by her pronouns. <laughs> actually, helicopter. I, I think... We only got the table based on Mrs. No Show being in attendance. <laughs> Balance out the uh, penis and fudging. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we're all a bit shocked, aren't we? But it's, it's it's weird seeing inflation in the wild, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we've all got our you know our favourite steaks, and we go down there, and we know they're pricey. But then you suddenly check it, and you go, "Hold on, we normally go for this one, don't we?" I know it was pricey because it was it that pricey, <laughs> and you just go, yeah, they doubled everything. Like everything's double now, <laughs> and you just go, okay, it was a stretch for a single meal before, and now it's almost getting a little bit silly. But you yeah. just think back and you go, well, Jesus, we talk about you know we've had twenty percent inflation for two years on the truck, so you go, that's pretty much you know fifty percent overall, and you go, yeah, they... and we we know meat is being. Um, like demonized in the world, everything's going up. They're trying to make it harder for people that. that what was it? They um they also wanted was it seven point bed seven point five billion, which they wanted for Jeremy Hunt's um, budget. So they printed nineteen billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did they for twelve go? They did, it was just a typo, and uh, they just thought, "Fuck it, we'll go with it." Yeah, seeing inflation in the world was weird for sure, because as you said. We had to make some interesting choices before it was, ah, oh, whatever. We'll probably get two of them. Yeah. I think once one person chose that steak, it was like dominoes. Well, that's the thing yeah. I was going to say then. Like that start, that's how we started off. We started off going, ah, oh, we can't just go crazy. When you actually reflect, we still went crazy. We had the most yeah. expensive starter, most expensive steak. We had all the sides. <laughs> we had yeah. some wine. It, it was all actually there. We, we, we were just going, we probably need. To take a few things off, but then it came to it. Well, you started it, so never look. You went for the the steak. We will go in. That is the boy, but the price is probably a little bit silly now. But once you said it, Mrs. No Show said it. I'm like, well, I'm not freaking sitting here with a steak half the size of you boys. I'm coming in with you, and then yeah. Dr. Evil not... definitely isn't sitting on his own with three huge steaks around him. <laughs> If you'd have gone for the freaking normal sirloin or something, you'd have started a different trend. But yeah, then I might have still got one and slammed the porterhouse anyway, just to, and then you'd have changed the order <laughs> just to work it out. You'd have gone, no, 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 I'm not having a freaking sirloin when there's some porterhouses on the table. 
It was a uh, yeah, it's good steak. Oh, it's, yeah. it's absolutely fucking sublime, you know. It's just because uh... that's the thing. I went out for like a steak in just a, a normal kind of steak restaurant, you know, about the week before, and it, it you, you go almost for like the best steak they've got, and it's still just nothing. It's still a bit grisly. There's a bit of bit of fat in a place where it shouldn't be, and then you just go. You go where we go last week, and you go. Oh, this is fucking gorgeous. I went. Yeah, I went like the week before my local town, and um, the big diff. Well, obviously nowhere near a standard, but one of the big things was it was about a quarter of the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could have bought four steaks, for- <laughs> and I think they were what, what yeah. they like twelve ounces each. So I could have had, literally had forty ounces of steak <laughs> for the same price. Yeah. With chips, <laughs> with chips, yeah, and a sauce and ketchup, yeah, and sauce <laughs> and sauce, yeah, everything's out. Um, well, viewers, please rest assured we were not spending any ad revenue money because last week was a <laughs> bumper record show with uh, two hundred eighty-seven views. I don't know if we hit on a specific wave, but. Thank you very much for watching and hopefully some people are tuning in once again. Uh, it could have been the AI generated thumbnail, perhaps. I was gonna say it's not it's not record. No. It's not record. No, it's we've not been, a record. But we've been in the doldrums, haven't we? We've been yeah, yeah. It's, we, we had... virtually down to just our mates. We, and then suddenly we... <laughs> a, and then a load of viewers came back. Yeah, we and, seem to have and, a, number, and, a bit where it's building up with, uh, you know, to a bit of a steady, then it just went bump down, didn't it? Yeah. And you do wonder whether it's a picture. Because I was desperately trying to get that picture of um, Paul Swab with um, Justin Trudeau and, um, who is it, Macron on, on some leashes, but AI wasn't doing it for me. So I thought that would have been a good piece of good cover art. So maybe, well, actually, I think that would have been fitting about two weeks ago. Um, whereas I don't know what would be so fitting tonight. Well, um, we should I'm talk sure you... about artwork as well, shouldn't we, Dr. Ian, 10%? Yeah, good in. Yeah. Should oh. you, if you just swivel your chair. There we have it. Yeah. Displate who we'd like to be sponsored by, apart from all their website, which um, has crypto on it as well. Which appalls me when I type in Bitcoin, it comes up back with crypto responses. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a display sponsor, even if it just gives me a bigger discount. Thing up the edge. Just give, give us a bigger discount. We'll be happy. Yeah. Give us a discount okay. code. Discount code. We're putting it out there in the ether. Uh, display. We would love to partner with you. But we understand you would not like to partner with us. <laughs> but you can go to displate.com forward slash four Bs and you get zero percent discount. <laughs> and you probably get a this page has not been found. And uh probably increase on your postage and packaging also. So uh, good luck with that. However, to display we do we, we do have ESG representation. Always. Yeah, so. In Big one of the opportunities here is um our ESG lesbians <laughs> who eats cauliflower steaks. Yeah, man. Do you know I actually when I was a kid I actually ordered one of them once. I actually because I I didn't mind cauliflower as a kid, and I thought it was cauliflower on a steak. I actually ordered it. I was about twelve or something in a restaurant. 
and just a fucking big tub of fucking <laughs> cauliflower oh, turns out with some cheese on it or something. You go, the fuck is this? <laughs> Especially when you've got it imprinted in your mind, thinking this is what I'm gonna get, and then it comes out as something else, and you think, yeah. oh, I was out with like a mate family, so they didn't, uh, they didn't give me the heads up. They were like, oh, that's an interesting order. I was like, yeah, yeah it is. I like mistakes, and they're like, okay. It was a cauliflower steak. What the fuck is this? Uh, ultimate disappointment. So should we um, get going with the agenda? So yes. I think what's turning is a bit of a weekly update is around the ETF progress. So um, Bitcoin Magazine, we've linked to a tweet. Um, it's at Justin BlackRock. Well, I was going to say it's not Justin now. It's six days ago. But obviously, we're summarizing all the news for you. So you don't have to crawl through Twitter and deal with all those plebs. Um, mm-hmm. So BlackRock, Fidelity, Wisdom Tree, Van Eck, and Invesco spot, ET, um, spot Bitcoin. ETF applications are now added to the Federal Register. So it seems like it's starting to ramp up. Has everyone just spotted BlackRock doing this and kind of have to follow suit? Otherwise, they're going to... All the kind of like money's going to go to BlackRock and they'll struggle to get their cut. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah. I don't know what the um the kind of alternative will be you know to kind of say right i'm going to go to wisdom tree instead of BlackRock or fidelity instead of Invesco. how they diversify themselves oh, it's, you know? but it's literally the same if you think about it like etf so you go to the s p it's literally the same you can get the um the s p through Free trade who I use, you can get it through Hargreaves, Lansdowne, Vanguard, and they just have different slices of it. So literally, will be the Vanguard S and P, will be the AJ Bell S and P, and it's literally they're doing the same thing for roughly the same fees. It's literally whoever you're with on that trading platform. Mm. So I think um, you know all those companies are just thinking, shit, I just don't want my customers to go to BlackRock because once they go over there, we know it's going to be at least three five years until they look for their next um, ISA or whatever kind of like um, investment account. So it's that lost revenue and they just want to have that on the offer. You know, what part of my order board is this? Yeah. And the the ridiculous thing is, is that everyone virtually knows that every ETF applied for before BlackRock is likely going to get rejected, but everyone Mm. after BlackRock is likely to get accepted. Because they're not going to be able to say yes to BlackRock and then no to these other ones, which are going to be not materially different. So that's what's happening. And and to be fair, what looks like happening here is that yeah, that every, all these people rush to file once they saw BlackRock file, and they've all been added to this Federal Register, which which suggests that they're they're being looked at seriously. They're they're getting in line for an approval, which. <clears throat> Like we said, it's, it's it's going to be hugely bullish. I mean, long term, it's not going to matter. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. With do you, do, like you fi- do you think they'll have like um, a crypto ETF on the back of this? You know, so it'll be. Well, I'm kind of like thinking like S and P is a selection of the market. People go, oh, I don't want to ha- have purely Bitcoin. I want mm-hmm. to have F. I want to have SHIB. I want to have Doge. I want to have. Uh, Cardano or whatever else hasn't gone down the toilet yet, and I want to have all these like merged into a single block. Yeah, they they might do. Yeah, the, the problem they're going to have with that kind of stuff is obviously they they know their shit coins. So even though 
could you can like they like weirdly like the the exchanges did these ETF type things. I don't know if you remember, but Coinbase they only used to do one, but then it just failed so badly compared to Bitcoin they had to discontinue it. But they they put a bag of coins together, but it just underperformed, so they had to discontinue it because people weren't buying it because it underperformed just buying Bitcoin. Because of course it, it was, will. It was one of our aims to put together a bag of shit coins, wasn't it? The start of the pod is like buy the four Bs, pot of shit coins. Uh, it was a bit of a novelty when they've all dead. You know, this little pot. Oh, pod, I think we, we used to cover one a week or so. We come across some right shit like dip. Dink doink, which looked like basically like um, South Park animation, where you can have a currency, well, not a currency, a crypto coin based around it, and God knows what else. But yeah, I think there's going to be lots of us, because I think F hasn't gone away yet. I thought it would have died by now. Mm -hmm. um, albeit, I sent I sent a clip into the group, which um, I was hoping would make it to the um, agenda, and it was, um, what's his name? I always forget how to pronounce it. Oh. Vitalik, 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 yeah, Vitalik, whatever. Um, and he's explaining how he he paid for a a cup of coffee, but then with paying for his cup of coffee, he didn't have compatibility with this person's wallet. So this is like the founder of F, who didn't have compatibility with the um this wallet, which is through Binance. And then it took so long, he sent another payment, so he ended up double tipping, basically tipping them a hundred percent. Um, I think there's another issue of it. So also we had speed compatibility. Um, yeah, and it, also the fee for sending it is something like a dollar to actually send the transaction, and it's just like a clusterfuck. I just I was sitting there kind of going, can't believe he's actually explaining how this happened and how bad the experience was. I know. It's it's almost funny when people try and compete with Bitcoin as money, right? I I almost get it when shit coins go off. And pretend to be a different use case say it's jpegs on the blockchain or it's some type of game it's it's uber but on the blockchain it's all, all these other types of use case you, you go okay well at least you don't have to prove it yet because you're going oh we need to get market adoption we need to build out the product but always a danger when these eth heads because they have no other use case right they were supposed to be what was it? It was the, the computer of the world to begin with. It's, it... the, it's the internet of everything. Yeah. But it's, as I explained to someone who was a bit of a shitcoiner and bitcoiner, now a bitcoiner, pure bitcoiner, was it's it's literally the internet. It's nothing. Like they're trying to be everything, but they're nothing. It's branding, right? He, he keeps pivoting. He's, he's a brilliant... The, the one thing Vitalik is definitely brilliant at is marketing. Because... It, it, just about every use case he has ever listed for ETH, he has failed at delivering. Yet he pivots from the previous iteration to a new iteration. And seemingly the same group of people continue to follow him and believe that now he's right. He was wrong before, but they don't even acknowledge he was wrong. It's just, it's early, it's hard, it's iterating, this guy's a genius. We just need to keep believing. And it's it's bizarre. It's, it's the longest, because he must have pivoted at least five times. It didn't deliver even slightly on the previous four. And I, I actually, I think he's zero for five now. I, even the, the <laughs> 3.0, you know, decentralized metaverse thing, that's all just gone, right? That's all just on fire. So I think he's thinking up what number six is going to be. And I just know the same morons are going to go and buy some ETH off the back of that. And you go, the guy's 05. 
Like what 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 makes you think that number six is going to work? I mean, I don't really pay that much attention to fearing part from when things like that come from people I follow. But the whole thing about moving to pr- proof of um, stake was around speed, wasn't it? They thought it'd speed it up, but it doesn't seem to have done anything. I, I don't. Think, that's because they still haven't. Again, I have actually I have no clue where they are. But there was the whole ETH two point thing, and I, I don't think they're on that yet. So I think they moved to proof of stake, but there's still the bulk of the code is still on the old stuff. So they don't get any of the efficiency gains yet. But that, that's why they, the 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 whole theory was they they can't do it. They, they're going to break it. There's so there's so many moving parts. It's such a an amorphous spaghetti code load of bollocks. But there's so many different shit coins and applications now that all largely don't work anyway but they're dependent on it right you've got so much back compatibility when you rewrite your entire entire code base and launch a 2.0 those compatibilities and all the the tools that have been around it or the wallets you know all the the hardware wallets all these different games these DeFi bollocks you have to make sure you don't break any of that it's it's nearly impossible to do that, and then and that it would be it'd be virtually impossible if you're competent and had proper organization. They're not competent and have no organization. So, which is why I don't think they will ever launch this 2.0 version because they know it it will literally it will literally just at least at the moment it works as a token generator. And you can buy ETH and you can sell ETH and you can send send transactions on that on that blockchain. But if they move to this new version, it literally might not even do that. And that really does mean that the emperor has no clothes. It really is. The scam is completely exposed then. But anyway, I don't know how we got talking about fucking Eve. I was going to say, like, yeah, we're uh, we're dedicating the show to uh, Eve. When did that happen? After, after, <laughs> after, I'll go back and delete that 10 minutes. Yeah, please. Um, so yeah, we're just talking about the ETFs and just talking about what could be other possible ones. So it's going to be interesting. But I was listening to um, Pedro and Matt O'Dell um, the other day. Matt O'Dell, yeah, was I just posted saying, that, and I didn't even get round to watching it. I said, yeah. It's one of those things where I said, "Oh, I need the time to sit down and listen to this." And what were your thoughts? Um, I don't think I got massively far through it, but he kind of echoed our thoughts what we said so there's it's good in a way for kind of like spreading the word about bitcoin so you're going to get people who go along that learning curve so people who go Mm -hmm. i'll buy some of the shitty etf at first and then they'll go actually this is shit i'm going to buy some proper bitcoin instead of paper but then it's also bad because you're creating paper bitcoin aren't you and mm. it's basically you do not own that bitcoin so the whole point of bitcoin is about self-sovereignty and it's literally destroying part of that, and it's putting it into um, a company which many suspect to be quite evil. So it's kind of like that risk. Um, so it's a fairly balanced um, opinion, apart from he was definitely swaying towards don't fucking do it. Um, but yeah. I do kind of think it's going to get some people looking over the kind of hedge going, what's this? And they're going, oh, fancy the CTF. And they've got the ETF and they start reading about it. You know, they, maybe they read the white paper, maybe read the Bitcoin sign. They go, I get it now. They go, fuck the shitty ETF. Let's um, go, go to Coinbase and buy some proper Bitcoin. Is yeah. 
I guess but, people are also sometimes very cautious as well, aren't they? So they think that it's safer to buy the ETF as opposed to going to the actual thing and kind of dip their toes in the water that way. Um, I don't know if he'll actually listen to this programme, but one of the dads at one of my son's schools messaged me and said, I, I know you know a lot about Bitcoin, etc. And I said, about our group and how we've been doing this for nearly a decade, if not longer, you know, looking into stocks and Bitcoin and so on. And uh, you asked, where should I start? And uh, he said, you know, I'm just beginning, just starting off small, got a hundred quid even. And I said, right, okay, well, start off with taking 20 of that and buying yourself the Bitcoin standard and then putting the other 80 into uh, Bitcoin and, you know, use that as solid advice. And so I thought I'd share that with the listeners. This is the first time that you're here and maybe make that the mantra of orange pulling people, you know, 100 quid, 20 of it, read the Bitcoin standard and then watch the rest. Your how much exchange. is just looking how much is it yeah 1995 so not a lot of change on amazon no yeah um, but here's one 799 audible Correct. but personally i would read it myself i think it's got a lot more impact being uh read but i kind of think that some people maybe on yeah. the way to work maybe on the train or whatever get an audible listen to it yeah about 799 a month you get your credit put it on the bitcoin standard yeah, our, um, our, our last story of the of this show has got the if you had twenty four hours with me, what would you do to me? And you know that I mean that's the, that's the the playthrough of like what what what's what you do with an orange pillow, right? Mm. You read the Bitcoin standard, you read the white paper, you then you, you go and sell all your stocks and your shitty cash, get some cash ready. Um, you go into your larder, get rid of all those seed oils, pour them down the drain. They're poisoning you from the inside out. Your cash should be ready by now. Get on a, get on one of the, these Bitcoin-only exchanges. You buy your Bitcoin. You buy your hardware wallet. You get your 24 words. You book your plane ticket to El Salvador. Max and Stacy greet you there. You live happily ever after on a Bitcoin standard. Let's fucking go. <laughs> that sounds like heaven. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. That's just Stacy at the airport just waving <laughs> to you, holding your name, got a little cocktail ready for you, off to the Bitcoin beach. Yeah. Bit of surfing. I was gonna say you mm. um you ruined the ending to the pod. I know. Um, that could have actually been a happy ending to one of these pods and you know, it's been hundred and four previous yeah, ones that have been player. dark. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm in two minds of which video to start with the pod today. It's either that one, which is upbeat and a bit funny, but I'm tempted to go for the dark one, which <laughs> is the Greenpeace one. Which Very all smart. So, well, why would we that... ever want to ruin our chances of being sponsored? I was going to say for 24 hour ones. I've got. I'll get her to do some painting and weeding. <laughs> go on man 24 um, hours you can paint quite a lot of rooms in that time I should yeah, have to I, cut I one probably, uh, I'd probably spend some of the 24 hours with um, our very own Kathy Wood <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> give her three minutes and then I've got the rest of my day left. <laughs> yeah. Painting and weeding. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to move on to Greenpeace since we mentioned that? <clears throat> Let's do it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll play the clip. Because it's it, it it's epic, right? That is yeah. one hell of an epic video. You know, I was playing it today mm-hmm. with with the missus, going, "This is what Greenpeace have put out." And she's watching it, going, "Oh my god, this is it's well done." Like the music is super dramatic. It's so dystopian. It's look at this bang, bang, bang. Bitcoin is so bad for the planet. It's destroying this, destroying that. It's going. It's seven and a half million cars it's but more energy use than sweden and all these other countries and you go it's that they're just obviously all this data is out of context misplaced you could easily do other comparisons that are much less because because straight away obviously the fact that over 50 percent of the energy usage comes from renewables and waste energy anyway they miss that out. So straight away, all your stats have to be cut in half because and also you think about all the bullshit um financial houses which we've got on a fiat standard around debt, which would be cut out, which would be a hell of a lot of electricity and waste, which wouldn't... Well... And, it's, and obviously, you need to take it in perspective as well. It's like, even if you switch off all the miners, Bitcoin's responsible for 0.1% of the overall energy usage. Lower than the tumble dryers in America. Yeah. So it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because when you see Sweden and Finland all listed on there, you just assume in your head, well, there's 140 countries, may maybe these countries have one or two percent of the energy even though it doesn't add up to 100 i think in your head you go if, if i was to be asked like on the spot answer in two seconds like how much energy in the world does sweden use i might just blot out one percent but in reality it's it's less than 0.1 i was 10x off mm. so but you, if you throw sweden at me and go bitcoin uses more energy than sweden it sounds a bit like oh jesus that's that's quite a bit yeah, yeah, you go there's freaking 10 million people there there's hardly any people there they're all disparate 
and um, doesn't use any energy. So who's funding this campaign? Because we know the last campaign was funded by the XRP CEO. It's the same one. It, so it's still him. Yeah, he's still funding it. Yeah, they still got that. They got their five milli, and they're still going on it, aren't they? they right. And that their artwork's great because obviously in, in the yeah. What I found interesting is that uh, Jamie Dimon and BlackRock have only recently kind of stepped into the Bitcoin space, but immediately they are now public enemy number one on Greenpeace, despite the fact that Jamie Dimon's comments on Bitcoin prior were like anti-Bitcoin as well. So the moment he's kind of crossed the line, they're already jumping on him and using him as the face of evil. Yeah, and, and Larry Fink was right. Yes. Up, and this is the this is part of why I'm getting into my mindset going, this is the whole game theory playing out, right? Because mm. if you'd have put a Michael Saylor or you know a Saifedean or Satoshi or a Jack Dorsey, a Jack Marler's like Kathy Wood, if you'd put yeah. any of them on that billboard, the majority of the masses wouldn't have a fucking clue who it was. Yeah. Whereas you got the head of BlackRock. Which, to be fair, I'm surprised because not many people know BlackRock and Vanguard are really a thing. Correct, really, but, they don't. But Jamie Dimon, absolutely, they do. He's head of the biggest bank in the world, right? JP Morgan. Those two guys, they are already known enemies of the people. So what they've done, like we are fighting against those fuckers, right? We did a whole show Correct. against BlackRock. We have slated Jamie Dimon a million times on this podcast. Yet somehow they've shoved those two onto our side yeah. and are going look this is who we're fighting against you go hold on those two could not be on the further other side of the spectrum to a bitcoiner than you can get but they know there's a shared hatred hatred from the masses for banking mm. so they've just gone oh look it's the big bankers trying to profit from you again and they're destroying the planet that's what bitcoin is and you just go well that's quite a clever pivot they're, they're remarketing us and rebranding bitcoin is this banking coin and you got and then suddenly i was going is that why blackrock are getting an etf and, J- and jp morgan have got a bitcoin product are they going to make these products to make themselves associated with bitcoin so it can be demonized easier but actually just make their products complete shit because it's very easy to make a product shit in finance right you just make the fees too high <laughs> You know, all you got to do is on the Bitcoin ETF go, it's 5% a year to be in. Everyone's going to go, well, fuck off. No, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. And they're like, okay. And then they never have, so they, they have a Bitcoin product, they're marketing it. Yeah. Like, and then like stuff like this from Greenpeace works, doesn't it? Because they, they can yeah. put Larry Fink and Jamie Dimon and make it look like uh, and we tried but the the world didn't really want to accept it and pressed against it so we're pivoting against it too and we're getting on the good side to make sure we're not on the bad because there's always you know we've talked about war and i think in one of our stories as well you know the wwe of this whole or the whole universe there's always seems to be a good and a bad side isn't there it could just never be facts yeah, and it, it seems a bit sus as well, especially the fact Larry Fink was on there. But this is yeah. new, right? Well, this was July 18th, yeah, right? Yeah, so July 18th, yeah. So it, so so it came out and, and the BlackRock um, like ETF is only about a month old. Yeah. So 
at some point but like, they're still not official are they they're going through the process yeah yeah but i mean they've announced that they're doing yeah. the first time ever blackrock associated themselves with bitcoin applying for an etf was about a month ago so this greenpeace marketing stuff like they've clearly been working on this for a while probably since that big skull that they got commissioned with the big chimneys out the top with the, all the smoke coming out i'm sure they've been spending a lot of time on this latest video but La- but larry fink is in there so that they've had to have probably did they know before did they almost have a heads up that look we're going to apply to an etf yeah, but it's just a few it's us a now few, well you know it's just adding a few extra words isn't it so it's not a big change with pictures in there with laser eyes going everywhere mm. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not a massive change again. It was the planning of actually doing it, which would have been the big thing. And actually sorting out, adding a few little graphics, I don't think it would be massive. Yeah, it depends. Like the, the yeah, they would have spent millions on probably putting all this stuff together and sometimes so that they'd have to I, I'd imagine that's a change, right? Like Jamie Diamond, okay, yeah. fine. JP Morgan have been associated with Bitcoin now for probably about a year. But the fact that they've just only been, it's literally a month. That that feels like a last minute change to me, and and someone yeah. else would have been there before. This shift, and um, shift. It, it just seems a little bit of a coincidence. It seems like a bit of like an coordinated attack. Like suddenly BlackRock come out, say we're going to do a Bitcoin ETF, and less than a month later, Greenpeace are using Larry Fink as the poster boy, as the mm-hmm. demon of Bitcoin, and this is why we need to fight to win. Because look, BlackRock own everything. You don't want him to like if you own. Bitcoin, you're part of BlackRock. You know, it's completely, it's very clever to associate us with BlackRock. But yeah, but it, it was a great video. I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Really dramatic. Total so you, bullshit. Total you, bullshit. Seem, you seem to have had a week of um, fighting eco people, haven't you? I keep on seeing posts from you on Deborah Mead. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was a brilliant owl that she took today, like the last couple of days with that fire in Greece. Like serious climate change, da 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 da, and then two hours later, ah, oh, it was arson. And she goes, "Yeah, everyone dunking on me. This is still climate change because the only reason it spreads because it's so hot." And Deborah, it's fucking Greece in July. It's always hot there. You fucking stupid woman. If anyone sets <laughs> a fire in Greece, it's gonna spread every summer. There's nothing to do with climate change. <laughs> Absolute <clears throat> fucking numpties. You seem to be posting against Deborah Mead doing a lot at the moment, don't you? Well, I think once you do it once, Twitter's like shows you every tweet. It's like, do you want to do it again? <laughs> you were really engaged last time, as in really fucking triggered. It's like, so like, I, I I end up having to mute these people just because they show up me every tweet, and I'm like, I can't reply to everyone. <laughs> so I have to just delete it. <clears throat> Anyway, cool, let's go to um next story, which is the US government sells another 8,200 Bitcoin, uh, which on the chain data confirms. So when the US government sees Bitcoin from fraudsters, criminals, people selling drugs on the internet and the dark web, and all those people that kind of like you and I that use Bitcoin. Allegedly, um, you know they they've then gone on to uh, to sell it, and it'd be interesting to know where those proceeds go. In my mind, what do you mean? Where the oh, where the proceeds go? Yeah, when they sell it, where where are it, the proceeds going? But it's literally nothing. 
you know, it's literally chicken feed for them. What was it? They've sold, what's the number? 8,200. Yeah. And it turns out to be some like $246 million or something like that. Yeah. What's that? Like, so, that's one hour in Ukraine. Yeah. So I'm literally <laughs> like, you know, I'm kind of going, we're selling it and we're making, and it's just like, what are we going to do with that? Biden will buy some more ice creams. It do- <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't even make a dent in their imaginary debt. No. You know, so that, I feel that would like, be like their champagne for the Christmas party. Mm. It'd be like some backhanders to Hunter Biden to stop um, snorting crack in the White House. Or at least to do it in a designated room, not in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Go down to the bunker, Biden. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't stop doing it upstairs in front of the freaking staff. What I think is from this article, what's actually quite big is they still hold one hundred ninety-five thousand three hundred seven Bitcoin is the estimate. So mm. you're talking bordering on one percent of the supply. That's big. Mm. That's really big. What what I think is absolutely horrendous on this is like you kind of go. Okay, it's Silk Road. You know, you can choose to sell it because people use it for drugs, which are illegal. But for the for the Bitcoin which you hold, it's as well as things like hacks. So it's actually someone's Bitcoin. Yeah, that's you know, pretty much. Yeah, it, it's pretty much stolen property because you've stolen it from them. <laughs> yeah, you haven't you haven't given it back to the person. So I imagine it'll take years to go through the legal loopholes for them to be able to sell quite a chunk of that. Yeah. Yeah, well, because that's the thing, isn't it? You remember those two weirdos? Because that's the bit connection. Was that woman that was the weird rapper and the guy? They they had four billion in in Bitcoin, and they and the, so that I'd imagine is a big portion of that is that four billion that they grabbed from those two, and it's bizarre that they you know, they they hold that right. They they the U.S. government hold that Bitcoin, yeah. and seemingly they've just claimed it. And yeah, it, it yeah. seems like they're just going to go. Well, yeah, we're just going to sell it off. You know, it's just it's interesting though. That should just go. That that's like anything, right? You, you you've had your TV stolen, you've reported it to the police. The police find it through some coincidence you know, in a warehouse somewhere or whatever in someone's house. If they know, if you've reported it and they find it, they'll give it you back. You know, they don't mm. just auction it off anyway. So what should be happening here is. Bitfinex lost four billion in Bitcoin or in crypto, probably. It probably wasn't all Bitcoin. The US government have managed to get it back from the two people that stole it. Why are they still holding it? Why don't they just give that back to Bitfinex and let them return it to their customers? Yeah. Why are they still holding it? At least a yeah, year. So they weren't given compensation within a year. So most people still be holding out for their funds, whereas they could, you know, um, get everyone back so digging into that you said about four billion it's 5.8 billion working on thirty thousand dollars oh so that's that's the the one nine that's the total yeah one nine five is 5.85 billion working on thirty thousand bitcoins and dollars so it it is quite close to that figure but the fact is that the um that couple like you said it would have been a load of shit coins as well but i think the majority was bitcoin yeah, so that just shows then, yeah, they've 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 taken about two billion from other things and four billion from that one hack. But that's kind of crazy. They, they would just it is, I mean, it? That, 
But that that money is quite a good amount for Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they, they, had, they had a Bitcoin address. Imagine if the US government just fired that over to them. Yeah, so the people will it, probably it's get... interesting though, equally, because surely there's got to be at least one smart brain in that in that organization that says this is what as as Trump says makes America great again by holding on to this asset. But if you think, if they sell it at the current rate of, say, 9,000, 10,000, it's another 15 years. Yeah. The, the thing is, they, yeah. they always... No, sorry, 19 years. So literally, they could just sell Trump by chunk and go, oh, yeah, we're selling this. And they just keep it up. Keep it up. So they've got some kind of like exposure to it. Mm. And also, if you look at it from a lending point of view, and the fact that people have got to be paid... Um, for that hack because they've got it all back they'll pay them at like whatever the rate was 20,000 then whereas potentially they could be selling that bitcoin for like 100,000 yeah and also those dollars which I gave most people are ones which they've just made made appear from thin air yeah I, I think the US government they're so confident that they don't need an exposure to bitcoin really I think they'll just they'll use this purely as a price suppression mechanism i think if, if they think that if bitcoin ever you know when it goes to like a million dollars a coin whatever they're just going to steal some of the bitcoin you know, this yeah is, they, they can you know they're, they're inventing so many laws right now you know i i tweeted the other day where wishy cynic was starting to talk about you, how you mean dishy rishy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um he was talking about how they're going to extend like what a terrorist or a radical is in the UK and extend it to people that villainize their country and their government. I suddenly realized, oh, he means me. You know, he's extending. <laughs> yeah. He's then they're essentially it's literally they're trying to get towards China, right? Where it's talking out against your government is going to be called villainizing well, your, your country. And that'll be a you've broken a law. There'd be fines, there'd be prison time, there'd be assets frozen, stolen. So yeah. I, I just think there's so many ways that governments will just, they only just think that they can just steal the Bitcoin at any point. You know, they'll, they'll seize it back, right? They'll just go, yeah. you, you can't enter here, you can't do this, you can't do that, unless you give us your Bitcoin. You know, they, they're going to do the whole gold seizure thing. You can hold a certain amount of sats on your own person for day-to-day -day usage. But the majority of that to be held in the bank will give you IOUs, and I think that's that's their long term plan. I think they want all of it. They, mm. just want, they don't want ten percent like this. They want the full twenty one million. So, um, when do you reckon they'll bring bring in the terrorism changes that Rishi's proposing? He he, he seems to say surprised it's not being passed as we speak right now. Yeah. Um, I I hope you enjoy prison food and penis. <laughs> <laughs> I also think as well, like somehow they will, you know, we've talked about the connection between governments and Coinbase, and I think that will be a, a definite play of owning or part owning, having some sort of special relationship with exchanges or a certain exchange. And most people won't necessarily know, but that will be the, you know, Coinbase, for example, that will be the government exchange of yeah. choice. It will, it will just disappear one day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And they go, don't worry, it's government backed. There's mm. no risk of hack. Like if it if this ever gets hacked, we'll put it back, you know. Yeah. Like, but then again, it can't get hacked because you can't fucking withdraw it. Safest fucking <laughs> houses now, isn't it? <clears throat> That's actually a really good selling point. That's yeah. that is that I literally figured out their marketing message for them. Yeah. Once you can't withdraw, you can't get hacked. <laughs> your bitcoin is literally like cannot move from here you can't move it never mind a hacker it's and it's government backed like the government are going to assure that that money is always backed yeah one to one with with the bitcoin there we'll never move we'll never lend it out again until we do and don't mm-hmm. we won't we won't we won't, we won't that was a joke we will always back it with the bitcoin that is there we will not spread one bitcoin across 10 customers we would never do that never if this, we would say there's 10 bitcoin for 10 customers there will be one no 10 10 bitcoin for each customer and it's just we know what's going to happen the second yeah you can't withdraw you're paying money they're going yeah yeah, yeah you have x bitcoin now no you don't this is the number on the screen it's you're going to start buying paper bitcoin just as you will in the the blackrock etf which is a great way, by the way. And I think that's another uh, one of their great tactics I think they're going to use against us, which will be soaking up loads of the buy demand in ETFs and in exchanges, but not buying the Bitcoin with that collateral. Because mm. just lying. Because they're, they're, they're so big, right? If, if you're US government backed or you're BlackRock, yep. really, if you've got a trillion, say, of dollars that have come into the BlackRock ETF to buy Bitcoin, there should be a trillion dollars worth of Bitcoin sat behind it. Because that then means we've had the price appreciation to reflect the buy demand. I suspect they will not do that. I suspect they will buy it half, 10%. They'll have some reflection. But the, what they're going to do is soak up loads of the buy demand. Because that's what that's how they um, price manipulate gold. Yeah, a lot of the majority of people that buy gold it, for investments is they buy ETFs of gold, and for years, it's the one thing I learned from Peter Schiff and all those gold bugs is that these ETFs are scams. There's these huge ETFs that are run by Vanguard and BlackRock, and they're supposed to every time a pound comes in or a dollar comes in, they're supposed to buy a pound or a dollar of gold behind, which should pump the price up. They don't. They just create more paper gold on the website. And they've just got infinite supply of this gold ETF and they don't buy the gold behind. So the price doesn't go up. The price just stays pretty much where it has been for 20 years. And they've gone, that's the biggest problem. Like if you buy the gold physically, it would be okay. The price would go up because you've got ownership of the gold. When you buy this paper gold, they can suppress the price by not buying the gold that they should have brought. And I guess that's going to be one of their tactics that they're going to do in the BlackRock ETF is just not buy the Bitcoin. All these dollars are going to come flooding in all the, from the pension funds and everything else. And a great way to suppress that is just to not buy the Bitcoin. They, they'll come unstuck if the price goes up by 100x and everyone's yeah. looking for their gains. Well, yeah. That's going to be when they come unstuck. But I guess they're gambling on, well, it won't go up by 100x because the majority of money is coming into our fund and we're not buying Bitcoin with it. So why is the price going to go up? Because we're not. no one's buying the people that think they're buying aren't buying. Oh we're just, my. We're just yeah, creating. We've just we've just created ten million shares of an ETF, and you can buy them. But if they're all gone, we'll just print another ten million. Doesn't mean we're buying Bitcoin behind <laughs> it. We're just creating bollocks on a spreadsheet. 
but there we have it. Just a side note, I've just seen a uh, an exclusive that Barack Obama's personal chef was found dead in Martha Vineyard's uh, Martha's Vineyard Pond. I love okay, that. not great, but there's a striking similarity to the um, Walter Schlepp personal chef to uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton. Oh. Just saying, it could be a coincidence. I, I was following that. Um, right, here's one of the tweets, right? Actually, no, it's a tweet from two days ago from the chef. Oh. This is probably why he drowned mysteriously. My new cookbook will reveal the secret recipe of Michelle Obama's meat and potatoes. Now, I, I don't know if that's clickbait or whatever, but yeah, it's a, it's another person, isn't it? Yeah, the Obama don't don't be ever work for the Obamas or Clintons because it, it's you weird when you suicide. when you fall out with them, obviously mm. die or yeah, just want to talk. When you fall out with them, you just commit suicide because life isn't worth living. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh yeah, so talking about nice big conspiracy theories. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I shoved this one in there, right? It's it's just bizarre. It's <laughs> it's, it's just the uh, it's just that it's, I just thought it was a very very interesting tweet thread that this guy created. Normally, it's just Twitter's just full of little one lines and a random picture, and you go and you meant but to it's, infer. It's also it. how it starts off, Henry Kissinger. What the fuck is Henry Kissinger doing in China? For anyone who doesn't know, he was what the um, um, foreign, not foreign secretary, but for the US in the 1970s. So he's famous for the Vietnam War. Yeah, so a foreign relations secretary uh, between the between the two countries. Yeah, so he was the one who stopped Vietnam, and he's also involved in a lot of nasty stuff. So for a hundred hundred year old to go for China, um, I was just Secretary of State. That's what it's called. Mm. After and to meet with their president, you know, he's just not just gone to China for holiday. He's meeting the president of China. Might have already, you know, fancied some chicken cashew. Yeah, mm. they had a meeting behind closed doors. So straight away you go right. So one of obviously my biggest theories is the US government don't really do shit. They are the puppets. Uh, it's these people that are retired politicians and big businessmen that are running the show. And they go and have these conversations behind closed doors. And then well, we saw, come in just to stop that. here, we, we had um, Yana, um, Janet Yellen about two weeks ago giving some mega bows to um, what's his name? Um, Z. Did you see about the video where it's like Oh, and yeah. everyone was just my God, what are you doing? And he just looked at her like an absolute moron. Yeah, it's just trying to bow, curtsy, just, yeah, she's just fucking, her fucking AI was playing up. Whereas <laughs> this guy, he seems to be, yeah, in the gang, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, we're probably in the gang. Well, yeah. And it's, it's just very interesting, isn't it, where his theory really is that the US is 31... Point four trillion dollars in debt. So the US is not scared of China. It's actually scared more of its debt 
and he's theorizing that their bonds are going to crash and and they just need help from china uh and, is and wrong? yeah which is it obviously goes completely against narrative right which is the main narrative is that america the west you bundle us all in um versus russia and at the moment russia and china are kind of in partnership so you just go well what are we sending a 100 old ex-politician over there to talk to china for if this was real if this was a you know a diplomatic thing you'd be sending the world leaders right you'd be sending our president or our prime minister the u.s president biden wouldn't survive the the plane journey would he no, that's the hilarious thing. Well, there's this hundred old guy that can barely walk. They sent him instead, and you go. But you kind of think this isn't just a little journey from you know a hundred old going on that bigger journey. <laughs> he would be accompanied by like doctors and nurses, a whole yeah. like, um, like what you call like posse. Like it wouldn't just yeah. be him on his own. He would be with some serious people to make sure that he didn't die. Absolutely. And I'm sure at that age, he's not a frequent flyer either. And so there must be some more, yeah, handed reason as to why. I saw that Warren Buffett actually made a trip recently to China, and I was thinking exactly uh, the same. No, Dude, you're 92. Well, this, like, this is what this is what all feeds into my theory that we pretty much came to the conclusion of probably about a year and a half ago. Which is, is all fucking WWE. So the different people that go around Russia, China, America, and all just go, yeah. oh, what's the playbook for next year? Or next couple of years, what are yeah. we going to do? You know, you do this, then we'll do that. And then you do this. And But do you, you know, do you not uh, think, like, you're saying that, oh, yeah, it's blah, 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 but don't you think their kind of play will be like, we know that everyone knows that the US is going to shit. So let's just, this is handing over the keys to China. So we can continue with our fiat Ponzi because at the moment it's going to implode. So why not ramp it up? We're going, it's China now. And what does China say? China says CBDCs, terrorist <laughs> laws for saying bad things against your government. Bam. That's a world democracy now. Yeah. Yeah. What Whatever the playbook is, right? They, they know they need a great reset. They know it's going to shit. So they, but I, if anything... I think they're planning that, that China, you need to get involved a little bit. We probably need to fight you for something. So how about you go invade Taiwan at some point? We've already signaled to everyone that if you touch Taiwan, we have to get involved. No one yeah. really knows why, but we've already told everyone this stuff. So, yeah, it's just all this stuff, right? You just go, it's super sus, these meetings. I'm, I'm surprised there's even a photo of these guys yeah. walking down a corridor, yeah. right? Because obviously the meeting was behind closed doors, but the fact there's even a picture of Henry Kissinger with the president surprises me. And if anything, almost makes you think what I'm saying is a load of bollocks. Just, but then if it isn't, if this is completely fine, what do they talk about? Like, what are you sending a hundred old fucking guy <laughs> that hasn't been in office for fifty years to China for to speak to their president? Like, because this guy is in office. Why? What? Like, what? What's this guy saying? He's clearly a very powerful guy. What? What message did he go to tell him? Like, couldn't it have been a fucking Zoom call? 
Yeah, of course, shine your shoes. But he's um, you know, a really good guy. He um stopped the Vietnam War, you know, sort out a peace treaty. Um, but and then he also um yeah, conflict was, between yeah. Then he also um bombed Cambodia during the Vietnam War. Bit bit of a misalignment in the maps, maybe. Um, and then was involved in the nineteen seventy three Chilean military coup. Um, and then Argentina's military junta for the Dirty War, um, support for Pakistan during the Bangladesh Liberation War, um, yeah, despite the genocide. Oh, doesn't seem that good anymore. And any, any, <laughs> any, anyone that's still liked by the US government when they're 100 is an absolute shit of a human being. <laughs> Guarantee it. <laughs> Because you should have fallen out of them by then. They should have asked you to do something that you were like, mm. no. <laughs> I'm a shit. I'll do anything for money, but I won't do that. Like Everyone should have get to that point where you go, you know, and it, he clearly hasn't. He's like, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll kill those 20 million people. Ah, oh, 40 million. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Fine. Bang, bang, bang. And now he's fucking doing memes of China. No one knows what it's about, but who cares? It's a conspiracy theory to even suggest that this could be what the real game plan is and the game plan they tell us. You know, it's literally like a oh, fucking hell, it gets even worse. His oh, net what? worth, I went, What's his net worth? 50 million dollars. Then the next one down on Google is, How did Henry Kissinger make us money? So if you've read or listened to me witter on about um the um what's it called? The um and the consulting book I'm trying to think what the hell it was called. Um the one about the IMF and so on. Um after leaving government, he formed Kissinger Associates, an international geopolitical consulting firm, which basically means where they start blackmailing Reason. countries. Yeah. About their oil, their resources, whatever else they can get into, and getting people to sign on the dotted line to send their country into debt. So yeah, it's it's literally like not only was he um half, not he was not content with um the bombings of Cambodians during um his tenure in the U.S. government, he decides to go into um becoming an economic hitman. Yeah, and and fifty million, what a load of bollocks. I know, I was thinking that number's way too low given his age and his um, his reputation in the marketplace and what he's actually been doing. Yeah. Obviously, it's nothing to be sniffed at, 50 million. Yeah, but, but he's not like, um, what's her name, Nancy Pelosi. His money isn't on show. <laughs> you know, this is someone of the old boys. Like, when they come up with the richest people in the world, they say people like Elon Musk and Bill Gates, but... I really doubt that's ever true. Yeah, There'll be people say, like what? him and his little mates oh. who are hidden by the scenes who have the money. Man, he, he's getting like a private escort that probably cost ten million just mm. to get him. So to say he's worth fifty is this. It's like when you know I just googled the BlackRock net market cap again. To say that's worth a hundred billion is just laughable. You know, they they have ten trillion under management. Yeah. I know that's not their money, but to say they're only worth 100 billion is it's just, it's clearly cover, right? It's to go, when you search for the most expensive companies in the world, they don't come up. 
they're in there, but they're not but number one by miles. Whereas, and it's the same with Henry Kissinger, they want these people just to kind of disappear into the background a little bit. Because if you just go, they're worth 50 million, then most will go, well, that's that's nothing. So who cares about him? He can't be that important. He's not winning the world. He'd be worth billions if he was winning the world. You go, well, well yeah, he probably is worth billions. They just, Google says he's worth 50 million. So that's that's the answer you get you mm-hmm. away with. Um, next story why 21 million Bitcoin, 210,000 block carvings have any association with one another. So, um, it just seemed um, like a percentage point to me. Like, I'm kind of like, isn't this just making it neat and tidy? Like, I read it and just went, is this really a point? Is someone, you know, maybe I missed the point on this one, but I just went, isn't it just because it's one percent yeah well no I, I was going to ask as well i haven't yet got to the answer but given everyone the background of the story um we are close to approaching block eight hundred thousand, and uh the question is begged why did satoshi choose halvings every two hundred ten thousand blocks now we are not at you know or near 210 and to the 800,000 in terms of the halving. But ultimately, why not make them more frequent to help a little more birds and, and uh, uh, around them? And also just go with 100,000 blocks because that's quite easy to remember. Yeah. It suits the human mind, but it's said that that's arbitrary because ultimately there is a reason. Why? Why every 210? Yeah, because I think the, the main question really is like, why 21 million Bitcoin? Yeah. Like, wh- why not 25? Why not 20? And um, someone posts, I mean, ultimately, no one will ever know, right? Only Satoshi himself. All we can do is theorize. But Ooh. I think the smartest answer in the list here is, <laughs> I think, assume that the 10-minute block was chosen it's- first. Is it not just the mass that it works by and, you know, Bitcoin being divisible up to nine decimal places? Well, yeah, that, that could be true still for 20 million Bitcoin, 25, 50 million, 100 million. Mm. Yeah, why 21? 21 million is a random mm. number at the face of it, right? And then, and obviously then, because he's picked 21 million Bitcoin, then things tend to divide into 210,000s and everything yeah. kind of folds back into the 21. You go, well, why 21 though? You could have done, had the same effect with 25 or 30, 40, 50. And um, I mean, the smartest answer here is that if you start with the 10 minute block time and the theory is that Satoshi also knew that he wanted four year cycles. So if you do 10 minute blocks and you want, um, and you work that out over how many 10 minutes or over a four-year period, because he pretty much figured out that a four-year cycle until a halving is it matches the financial markets as well. It the the maths fitted. Basically, you get 210,000 blocks of 10 minutes during a four-year period. So mm. that's where it seems he went. All right, this t- that's where maybe the two hundred ten thousand came first, 
And then he went, okay, well, how much Bitcoin should I have? Well, for every halving is this. I want essentially 100 halvings until the Bitcoin is out. So now suddenly you get 21 million. So maybe, maybe that is it. But it could well be Satoshi just like the number 21. You know, he might like, <laughs> he might like playing blackjack, which is 21. It's also <laughs> reading through, they keep on saying, was it, um, the meaning of life from a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy divided by two, so yes. which is 42. Yeah, which well, that's a bit random, isn't it? Because he'd made it 42 million if that was it. Mm. Yeah, and then, yeah, the bit which you read about the 10 minute block, then there's one which is a bit of a different angle map, which he worked backwards, so one sat for each block of the final epoch, um, two sats for block of a second to last epoch, and so on. And then worked his way back there, and it gets you to, um, what is it, twenty point nine million bitcoins. Um, yeah. So it's just there's different theories, but there's no actual definitivism. No, and then there never will be, and unless Satoshi comes back and actually tells us everything's theory. But uh, it's it's always interesting, I think, because people have asked me numerous times why twenty one million, like. And and ultimately, it's I think it's largely because the times, the timing, and the maths, and everything divides down really neatly from twenty one down. It does. Everything's nice and neat. So um, and ultimately, it, it doesn't really matter. It's um what we needed is a a one hundred year distribution of that coin, and whether it was ten million, five million. 100 million whatever it doesn't really matter you just need scarcity in the supply and then 100 years where that supply is given out via the the block rewards so it it doesn't really matter but it's it's always going to be this is the problem with bitcoin when satoshi's now disappeared and um and who knows maybe if one day one of the ogs might come out and go you, know, you chatted to satoshi did you ever ask him why 21 why mm. 21 million and did he give you an answer because unless someone did, because obviously he was around for the first couple of years of Bitcoin. So I'm sure someone challenged him and went, yeah, it would be better if it was 25 It's million. a combination, isn't it, though? It's a combination of the actual number and then the time frame. I'm just thinking about it and, you know, even thinking, well, whoever is alive right now, in the end, when all the blocks are out and completed, won't be in a position, you know, Henry Kissinger, <laughs> you know, he's lived to see 100, okay, fair enough, but there won't be many people that are around smart enough that will be able to get that and see it for their own eyes. Yeah. I've got well, a so chunk much. of the way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just an interesting debating point, I think, because I yeah. think, like, I think all, all of us will get asked that question by some person you're trying to orange pill. So it is worthwhile just having considered it and go, like, it seems to fit the timing. If you do 10 minutes, all the 10 minutes it add up over four years, you get 210,000 mm. of them. And he wanted to have 100 halvings, so that adds to 21 million. That, that seems to fit. That seems about right. And it, it looks like he, he wanted a 10-minute block, roughly. And that is something that the, the Bitcoin blockchain is really hard coded to do. Yeah, you know, with the difficulty adjustment, 
you know, more miners come in and blocks get mined faster. Mm. Difficulty goes up, so it goes back to 10 minutes. Miners disappear, it goes to 15 minutes. The difficulty goes down, so it goes back to 10 minutes. He really wants a 10-minute block. And it, the, the, the Bitcoin blockchain is constantly adjusting to make sure it is 10 minutes as the mining hash power goes up and down. So he seems really sure on that one. But but even still, you know, it's 210,000. You could have easily just gone, well, it's close enough to 200. So it's 20 million Bitcoin. But it's but it's Satoshi, man. He's a fucking genius. And trying to reverse engineer his thinking isn't next to impossible. I have way too much of a pea brain to even start. So I won't even try. I mean, it's funny you say that as well. And I think I've said it many a time on previous pods as well. Why do I even bother trying to argue? Well, I'm not trying to argue against it. I'm really trying to understand Bitcoin. But many of people much smarter than you or I have already got to the point where they're like, yeah, Bitcoin's safe. Let's go go in on this. Yeah. We've still got to not trust verify. But it's fucking hard to verify everything, isn't it? And this is one thing. It's hard to verify everything. And then, Yeah. yeah. Do you want to verify 21 million is the perfect number? Okay, why? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, really. <laughs> I, I've got some theories, but it could have been 22. It could have been 20. could have been 50. He could have done five-minute blocks. He could have done one-minute blocks. I, it, it, I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> and uh, the only person that does know has disappeared for the last decade. So Yeah. And who, I mean, who else were the early developers? It's like Hal Finney, but obviously died. Adam Bach. We've got Adam back, Peter Todd. Yeah, they all spoke to back. Satoshi, and they're still. Yeah, but they're uh, still about. But when we spoke to Satoshi, it was via forums, wasn't it? Yeah. So literally, all these like questions are recorded, yeah. um, and it doesn't seem like they asked twenty one the twenty one million question, did they? I don't think so. Well, some of it is in emails, and some of it is in private chats as well. They did DM. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's a. Uh, a- a viewer's quiz question and request. Find out why 21 million and let us know. You know, we're all here hoping to learn and then share and spread the word amongst us all. We don't have all the answers, so I'd love to understand that. Maybe Satoshi is listening right now. Please let us know. Get in touch, Satoshi. Is, Just imagine is, if is that, Satoshi. That one viewer was Satoshi. <laughs> yeah. Is Satoshi. Miss No Show. Oh, don't be silly. I've never seen him in that room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Satoshi better, or Mrs. No Show better like, share, and subscribe to the pod. Let's uh, move on to the next story. I guess it's a new, is... new, new end of a pod, isn't it? Mm. What do you mean? Well, it's just a it's just a low one. The the only reason why there's even a hint of this, it's still <laughs> this this just goes back two years, right? Where it's just yeah, and, and Dylan Leclerc it just says it's still the funniest post of all time. And who knows who this shit coiner is, but she's some NFT redact. And she just says, if you make an NFT of a real diamond and the diamond itself gets destroyed in a fire tomorrow. Lol, diamonds don't did get destroyed in fires, but anyway, you still have the same asset because the token still exists and is in limited supply just as before. Nothing has changed. 
what NFT is doing to the concept of the asset, few understand. It's, it's this like everything wrong with that, right? So what, diamonds don't go in fires. <laughs> well, diamonds don't just get destroyed in fires. Diamonds themselves aren't even How rare. How dare you go against <laughs> Tasha Labs? <laughs> <laughs> she's rarefied. <laughs> and she's got an I NFT for a profile picture. Yeah. Is everything is just epically wrong about that? NFT tweet. emoji. And look, like, my quote would be this, in retrospect, it was never... Whereas, it's not even in retrospect. I said it was a fucking redacted thing to do then. And it's just nice to go two years later. Is is your NFT of a diamond worth more than the diamond still? Is it? And it's going to be worth even more if the diamond is destroyed? If I crunch that diamond up into fucking dust, your NFT of the diamond is still worth more? What? I, I think the good thing is over the last two years, NFTs have been well and truly stamped into the ground. So I need to ask a question in one of my groups about what we think about NFTs now. But um, someone owned it in the group, but never opened up after I hammered my my mate in the the group. So someone had an NFT. I know that some had Dogecoin as well because of Elon. So, but I don't think they'll ever admit to me that they own an NFT after I hammered Pete so much. Yeah, I, 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 this little story for me is you know the meme where you've got someone drowning and they got their hands stuck out of the water. Yeah, you put their hand towards them. You just high five them instead and just let them drown. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me with NFTs tonight. As I say, it's the final little high five as they just sink below the surface. Let's see you so later. You're saying, you're saying. Mr. Rollin, that NFTs will never make a comeback. In in this iteration, no. I stupidity knows no bounds. So they yeah. may repackage it in some kind of bollocks, but it, it will never be a thing. It will it might have another ball one in some shape or form. That's the problem. Like again, the, the dumb money just needs a couple of years it'll to build be, up I'll again. A, they'll plow into it? something, but they'll have a ball run to be worth ten pence as a receipt. It's literally, like I said, it's got literally really poor use case, and it is not worth any money. It's literally a complement to an actual asset which you buy, which is a receipt, pretty much. And that's all it is. Oh yeah. Oh no, they've they've deleted the next video off fucking Reddit. Yeah, I did see it on Twitter at some point. Um, but I couldn't figure out how to find it um so when i went to view i had the same but we'd already cut this start so i think you'll just have to um no no i've got it it's showing on mine it's saying sorry this post has been removed by the moderators but the video is still there uh, it's not on mine they, they might oh, have no. i found it on twitter anyway so i can still get it anyway i'll play the video 
24 hours with me and I couldn't say no, what would we do? Okay, so first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna read this book front to back. It's gonna take you about 10 hours or so. And then you're gonna read the Bitcoin white paper. It's a little technical, but it's only really about nine pages. And then you're gonna call up your bank, sell all your stupid stocks and bonds and get some cash ready. You're gonna order one of these devices with express delivery. And then you're gonna go watch this, this guy's tutorials from front to back. And once you're done writing down 24 words, you're gonna go to your kitchen pantry, dump out all your seed oils down the drain, replace it with beef tallow or something that's not gonna kill you from the inside. And then you're gonna purchase some Bitcoin with one of these services, take it into self-custody immediately, and then you're gonna go book a flight to El Salvador, load up some podcasts, listen to on the flight there. Once you arrive, Max and Stacy are gonna pick you up in a van, and then you're finally going to- So, yeah, it's just it's a funny way to end the pod, right? The good, I don't know how many times you've seen this bullshit, like all the, the thoughts on Twitter and stuff go you know if you had 24 hours with me what would you do and they just put it out there as a question and all the simps are below them like ah ask you for a bj so fucking creative you know so it's a nice little twist on it i I would first of all ask whether this is for free would it be free labor yeah of course you got use. yeah so housework i've got a Mm. house which needs to be looked after i'm a very busy person i work i look after kids so Weeding, painting, How's that all the chores around my house. Is it just manual labor that you could get for a hundred dollars? <laughs> I could have yeah. it for free off her. Where you're wasting, you could, you could be doing, you could be orange pulling someone. They can't say no. They have to say yes to, every, to everything you say. Well, okay, she can read the Bitcoin standard within three hours, twenty-one hours of manual labor. <laughs> <laughs> How's she going to get her hardware wallet set up? Sell her worst auction shares, move it to an exchange, buy a ticket to El Salvador, meet Max and Stacey, and then start living on a Bitcoin standard. That's a lot to do in 24 hours, to be fair. That's a lot to do in 24 hours. She can worry about getting that flight and everything after. Well, the flight alone is about 12 hours at the time. (laughs) You've only got 12 hours left. I was going to say, well, she can go after she's read the Bitcoin standard. Most 21 hours I want for hard manual labor. What you could actually do, you could book the flight <laughs> first and then she can read that on the flight and set up a hardware yeah. order on the flight. She's really going to have to do a lot on that flight. And when she arrives, yeah. So you, I, I changed the order out. I mean, there's a lot of dead time in the flight, I've just realized. Yeah, there's a lot of dead time in that flight from the UK to El Salvador. <clears throat> but. Uh, they always like those memes. Uh, by the way, talking about these weird memes, have you seen the worst trend in the world, which is these NPC girls acting literally like NPCs in computer games, like licking ice creams and going, more, more, uh, and doing all that? Uh, no. Oh, man, you've been missing I thought out. you were going to say there's a new, what was it, Thai challenge where they're using dishwasher tablets? No. It's bizarre. It's, it's the new kind of OnlyFans thing where you can... Uh, like text it <laughs> just like certain images and then if you do like an ice cream she'll let the ice cream if you it's it's bizarre and they act like not human beings they act like robots and it's going it's all over twitter at the moment all this, this npc stuff and, and apparently they're making like thousands of dollars a day and yeah the rise of N- fashion npcs wow it is the weirdest thing you know when you get characters to do stuff, right, in, like, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. You go up to an NPC 
and you press X on them or whatever, they'll just do a certain thing, won't they, every time? They'll just move a certain way, depending on whether it's the, the, the stripper, a police officer, you know, a normal person walking their dog. They'll always do the same three or four actions because that's the only ones they got programmed in. Yeah, that's what they've started doing that on TikTok and stuff. And the most bizarre thing, and I, I saw a tweet today where they just went like dystopian boomers, and there's a load of like old people just sat there clicking um, slot machines, and they're just you know just just smashing it. And then you got dystopian zoomers, and there's just a girl doing like this weird. Like licking ice cream and going, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ha ha ha. Oh. Let me read it, huh? Hee ha, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl. Let me read it, huh? Oh, take you, baby. You got me feeling like a queen, huh? Mm, ice cream so good, slay, huh? Hee ha, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl. Let me read it, huh? Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Hee-haw, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl. Let me run it, huh? I love to feel like a cowgirl. <sighs> All this weird stuff. And you go, oh, wow. It's just like, what is going on with our world? You know, it's just, we need to get onto a fucking Bitcoin standard and quick. We need to get back to good old fashioned family values. What would you do with all these people are probably too far gone? Could you just leave them somewhere on a continent? Yeah, Australia's normally a good dumping point. But, uh, yeah. The uh, Dr. Evil 10%. In your world of a Bitcoin standard, what would you like to see more from people? Um, I suppose it'd just be effort. I suppose effort probably rounds it. It's just actually taking effort with yourself. So once again, it's that exercising, me eating, not eating crap. It, but I suppose it falls into time preference as well, and then also the innovation. So I think it all kind of falls into the Bitcoin standard. But you start looking and saving, you start thinking how you can better yourself. Mm -hmm. So the kind of proofs in the pudding in the past, in the on gold standards, it's when you've seen the kind of like Renaissance periods as well, where you've had the biggest mm -hmm. leaps in innovation because the argument is since the 70s there's not really been any real innovation it's actually oh we've got flat screen tvs yeah but they invented the tv decades before oh we got these cars but the car was invented ages before we got planes they invented ages before and it's all kind of like there's no been no real true innovation apart from i suppose the internet but the protocol was built in the 60s yeah so literally you're kind of hoping that going to a Bitcoin standard, you'd see a lot more of innovation, effort, I suppose, with family as well. And I know that Mr. Mm. Orland was joking a little bit, but family values. I wasn't joking. Yeah. If any, the only reason I said it in a weird way was that to quote from American Psycho, where he is joking, but I'm actually not. Yeah. I, so I can't think of a better word than effort, but it's just that kind of like, effort to actually do things right what would you what would you hope to see so never look i'm trying to think about work. it yeah in the, in a bitcoin standard um i guess waking people up 
in terms of what is actually going on. And I mean, we expose mm. a lot of the lies that are out there. And mm. I think certainly from reading the Bitcoin standard, and I was talking to somebody today, and we always say this, even if you were just to read the first 100 pages and then of the Bitcoin standard book, you can't unsee and un- understand what you've then read. Yeah, because that's the history of money, isn't it? You don't. Yeah. He, he hasn't even mentioned Bitcoin yet. Correct. All, all you learn is from barter to fiat and have yeah. well, there. It was literally about 50 pages in. That's when I started buying Bitcoin. Because Just, I think yeah. you, you'd witted on about all the Bitcoin bits. I didn't really understand the use case, I suppose. So, like, reading my history of money, I was just like, oh, shit, I get it. And I think that, that for me, would be epic because that alone would then make people continue to question everything else because it's something that we just take for granted. And I think I've said it many a time as well. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was asleep at the wheel. Yeah, because that's the thing as well. Like this whole government control thing, it is a belief system. It's, it's the same as money. If, mm. if we all just choose not to believe in them, and none of us pay our taxes anymore, none of us obey the laws that they set out, they can't arrest us all. Mm. They, they're even using us as the police. Yeah. So if the police realize they they they, they literally there's only about ten of them really. <laughs> like there's probably there's probably about a thousand people controlling 8 billion so it's a complete belief in the fact that they have power so if, mm. the, if the world genuinely wakes up and realizes look this inflation system these these the all these taxes you're not getting value for money so we're just going to reject your offering and move to a better offering which is bitcoin so i'm no longer going to pay tax and I'm no longer going to use your money that you can you can inflate away. I'm I'm moving to this other option. Literally everything is fixed. I mean, we, mm. we 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 literally the whole Bitcoin fixes this meme is just so true. It's just all their power just disappears overnight. It's just but getting that <clears throat> that button click yeah. to go in everyone's yeah. brain at the same time is just nearly impossible. And people just like Morpheus says in the Matrix, some people are so comfortable they don't want to accept that their life is a lie, and they will do everything to stay in it. Not yeah. only do they, well, not only will they not understand the lie, they will fight you to stop <laughs> you telling them. Well, we simp for it, don't we? You see it um, on Twitter. Well, it's hard to know whether it's actually a person, but they'll be arguing, say, a Bitcoiner, and they'll be saying the government lying, and it's just like. Hmm. You are, you a, are you a bot or is that what you genuinely think yeah i think people do generally think that or want to believe it yeah yeah well you see it with you know it's, it's why like deborah meadon was triggering me like the first thing i noticed was she had the ukraine flag in her fucking title you just go what's that what's that doing there deb's and then she's talking <laughs> about the climate crisis you're like right that's two things so I've got a fucking reply now. And it's interesting it's just... you mentioned the Ukrainian flag. There's some new 
built near to where I live. And it's a private new build, but they've got a flagpole with the Ukrainian flag <laughs> just up there. No UK flag, just Ukrainian flag. And, I was, and every day I go past it as I'm driving, I'm thinking, what are you what are you guys symbolizing? What are you doing by doing so? Again, it's just virtue segment. Yeah. The husband probably yeah. gets cooked. <laughs> uh I'd I'd, lo- I'd love this is the time where I'd actually love to be back in a high traffic area because I can't troll people by hanging around random flags. Like I would be hanging out <laughs> Russian flag today, shove out like a <laughs> Netherlands flag tomorrow, like and switch them around. So yeah. everyone's like, it's flying a fucking Russian flag, and then my nurse not Netherlands. But is it? <laughs> the Russian one yesterday. It's like, no, it wasn't. You must have misread it. And then switch it back to the Russian one. <laughs> and like, just be like switching them out every week and just triggering the neighbours. Every time the police come around, switch it to Netherlands. Well, I just love the Netherlands, mate. Just... <laughs> Are you supporting Russia? I'm like, is actually supporting Russia literally a criminal offence anyway? Maybe I've got a Russian uncle. You don't fucking know. In this day and age, yeah, you've now been brought up and conditioned to not like Russia and Russians. And uh, I going to say that's been going on for donkey's years, though. There's about yeah. a five year break or 10 year break, and we're back to it. Yeah. It's literally, you know, what's everyone's favorite computer game at Goldeneye? He was the enemy in that, Russians. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky one to whatever. Um, oh, it's, it's the Russians. The Russians, yeah, Germans. Russians. And, then, and literally any Tom Clancy thing, Russians. <laughs> and then half of James Bond, Russians. Yeah, and the other half, Germans. <laughs> <laughs> and they even tried uh, Chinese as well. Remember the guy with all of the things in his face? Oh, odd yeah, that's when China was starting to come up. They put that bit of propaganda yeah. out there, didn't they? Yeah. Cool. Right, well... We are the enemy and we are the villains of YouTube and every any other streaming platform. But we are also the four Bs. And the four Bs are Mr. Rollin, aka the Trillion Dollar Man, Dr. Evil 10%, aka the People's Champ, myself, Sir Neverlook, aka the Excellence of Execution. And surprise, surprise, she wasn't here. Mrs. No Show, aka no show this has been pod 106 still unsponsored still ready to be cancelled peace Later. yes boys <laughs>